Can you hear me? All right. Good. Yep. I got you, brother. I got you. All right. We are here on the Miller Time Sports Show with Johnny Basement. You can check him out on his YouTube channel. Um, so the Rangers are really good. I didn't think they would make it this far. <laughs> Daniel, <laughs> I, Daniel, I Daniel. had a feeling they would make the playoffs, but being young and everything, you know, they'll get their feet wet and then they'll be in and out. And look at them, you know. So yeah, they surprised me. Well, thank you for having me on your show again. I had a great time last time, Daniel. You, you really, it's a lot of fun to come on here with you uh, and, and talk to sports, especially you being a Bills fan. fan. But right now, <laughs> it's kind of the reverse because you're the Sabres fan and I'm the Ranger fan. So we kind of yep. got, got the flip there. But uh, yes. Yeah, the Sabres are in the basement. So. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so we're we're kind of even on on our teams in that area, but right. The Rangers youth, I expected the same. You know, they came out against Pittsburgh and uh, immediately went down. Igor, Igor got yanked in two games, and I'm like, man, it's the Vesna Trophy winner. And you know, if you watching the series, you would have heard Pittsburgh fans uh, doing the Igor, Igor. Yeah, uh, you know. Being it was pretty impressive because Gerard Gallant, the coach, uh, gonna keep Igor in. Why would we not? He's the he's been the best goalie in the game, he's been our best goalie all year. And you know, I didn't want to crush his confidence, so he threw him out there in game five by two goals in five and six. And we're repeatedly behind in game seven. I, I believe we're the first team to ever come back in three elimination games in a series, so. It's surprising. You're right. I expected young team get experience. You know, Pittsburgh's a little older, but they still got the veterans. But uh, we did it, man. It's confidence booster. Yeah, very. Especially going against Tampa, you know, who's been there, done that. And they're real old and they should be wiser and stuff like that. And young guns are showing them up. They are, man. You know, I would throw an honorable man. Former Rangers, even though Derek Stepan didn't play for the Hurricanes during the series, but all those former Rangers that couldn't get it done for us, there you go, Canes fans. That's why we got really guys like D'Angelo and Jesper Faust and Brady Shea and, uh, you know, Brendan Smith and Auntie Ranta. I'll, I'll give him some back up for a few years. He uh, he did his thing. He, he did what he could do, filling in. You know, he's always a good dude in New York, and he was a, a great guy in his in. Uh, Ronta's the only former Ranger that I actually really liked, but it was fun to watch them lose too. And we came back in that series also, down two games to none. So, I Tampa. That being said, Tampa's now down two nothing, and the Rangers fought back. They're experienced, wiser team, so you would expect, you know, uh, that they're going to be come out guns a blazing today. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to go all out because if they go down 3-0, they're in real trouble. Right. I mean, you got to think, you know, we had the home game, at, uh, the home 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 ice, I want to call it advantage, and we, we held serve. We won both games. So that's what you're supposed to do. Um, going there to Tampa, I'd love the sweep, but stealing a game will be perfect because then you can come back to the Garden. And I think we, we have eight home playoff game wins in a row there, which is a Rangers record. And – uh you know, that leaves Igor, 
eight home playoff games in a row. He's only one behind tying uh, Mark Andre Fleury for, for nine for the most ever. Wow. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. That's a good stat to have. Yeah, he uh, he did that with uh, with the Penguins, nine in a row, home playoff wins. It's incredible. Well, I saw yesterday that uh, the Avalanche won our – were they six and zero or seven and zero on the road this year in the playoffs? Oh, Colorado! Me and my son picked them to win the whole thing way back in October. They blew a two-game to none lead against Vegas last year in the playoffs. We figured they were going to kind of come back the same way. Uh, you know, remember back after Columbus being the eight seed swept them back in twenty nineteen. Remember, John Tortorella was the coach of that team. And uh, they somehow swept that lightning team all year, and they they made the league pay for that. So we we figured Colorado was going to do the same thing this year. Well, definitely going to look like it's going to happen. So, so it could be the Rangers and Colorado and Stanley Cup. Oh, I hate jumping ahead of series, and I hate jumping ahead of series. But I mean, <laughs> you know, the way it's going. The way it's going, yeah, it, it. I mean, Colorado. There's just no way Edmonton's coming back down three nothing. I, I mean, who can? I don't see that. I, I really don't see that. And Tampa, they had a nice little push there. They made all Ranger fans have a stroke when they scored with uh, two minutes left. To, you know, only be down by a goal. All Ranger fans had a stroke in that last two minutes. You know, they. Uh, Eagle made an amazing save on Stamkos, which would normally probably would have gone in. Full split save. And uh, we held them off. But, you know, can they carry the momentum over for this one? Probably. I don't know. Vasilevsky looks shaky. It's the shakiest I've ever seen him look. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I think the uh, if we could steal one here, we – Every game, I always say the Rangers need to win this game. <laughs> I mean, they got to really come out. And if they're going to steal one in Tampa, they let, let them steal this one. Let them steal this one. That would be. Yeah. And then then it should be, you know, we really should be able to take it home after that. But uh, it, it has been. You know, why not us? Why not us? Other teams have done this before. Do you remember in 2012, the Los Angeles Kings were the eighth seed and they went over to the cup and then beat Martin Brodeur and the uh, Devils. I mean, they did it. They beat all the top teams on the way. It happens. Yeah, it even happens in football, too. The last seed wins the whole thing, so you never know. The Rangers could do the, do the same thing, win the whole thing. So right. they're, push, they're pushing for it, too. So It's a good point. New York Giants did it to the Patriots, man. I mean, they beat all the top teams on the way there with Eli Manning, and people could say what they want about him, but he was like, with those teams, and they, they they were on the road, and they beat all the top teams in the NFC, and then beat the Patriots, and they were they didn't have one home game. So you you catch a team at the right time, and in hockey, it's a goalie. You ride a hot goalie, it doesn't matter who you're playing. The goalie's hot, you should you should win. Yep, that's the way it's been going for uh, for them. I, uh, I I still can't believe that they're two wins away from uh, the finals, and. Um, a review of the game tonight, and then I won't be here for 10 days, so I go right. on vacation, yeah. yeah. What's that? Got to take that vacation. 
oh yeah, well, we're celebrating our 15th year anniversary uh, marriage, but we've been together 27 years, man. So that rule, that, that rules. And I'm on vacation. I'm not doing the channel. And uh, I hope when I come back, we'll be discussing Colorado and the Rangers in the finals, man. That will be just two more wins, two more wins. I'm going to be pacing the floors all afternoon. <laughs> I want to graduate you on 500 uh, viewers uh, yeah. on your channel. Thank you, man. I think it's up to 570 now. And I don't, I got to tell you, I, I, everybody that watches, um, it's like listening to your show. We get on here. We're fans. I'm just a fan talking. Yep. To fans. That's it. I don't, I don't act like, I don't act like something I'm not. I am a rabid, avid fan. And I love speaking to other fans. I would speak no differently if I, if I met any people in person than I do on there. I make mistakes. You know, it, it's funny. You can make mistakes on there and it's just like, Hey, you're in the basement. I don't edit it. I just, if I make a mistake, people have called me out on some mistakes I made. I look it up like, Hey, you know what? I'll give them a shout out on my next one. Like, Hey man, you were right. I, you know, it, it happens. But you know, yeah, everybody at my work says that um, the Rangers are are the Tampa's is going to take it. They're going to take it in six, uh, easy peasy. I'm like, no. Did you not watch the games? The last two games. I mean, they're going to do it in five, not in six. Maybe six, but Rangers. You know, but the Rangers are just playing. They're showing these old guys, hey. You know, it's like the movie uh, Men in Black with Bill Smith when he first came into MIB. And he goes, hey, old guys, you know the difference between me and you? I make you look good. It's <laughs> true. And that's what the Rangers are doing. So, You know what, man? It's just it, it's the old thing. Most people hate New York teams. They hate New Yorkers. They hate the fact that they're even in it. We don't have the flashy names. We don't have the flashy players. We, we have a strong you know, punch in the mouth team. That's what we have. And and nobody wants to accept the fact that they're the new up and coming team, including uh, Islander fans. Oh, the Islander fans. You know, it's a funny position that it puts Islander fans in because Tampa has knocked them out of the East last year and the playoffs the year before. And they are forced to go for Tampa because they hate the Rangers that much. For the team that knocked them out twice. Um, yeah. Nobody wants to believe can win the whole thing this year, and people still say give reasons why they shouldn't have won it, and that that's ridiculous. But you know what? It is what it is because the hate should be on the team that's constantly winning all the time, which usually it is. But the Rangers seem to be the ones that everybody's hating. You know? Yeah, we got a couple of people at my work. They also bet on the games. You know, all games, no matter what it is, and they're they put their money on Tampa to win. I'm like you might want to change that now. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. I mean. You know, the excuse after game one was, well, you know, they had nine games, uh, nine. They were rusty. They were tired. You know, and then they lose game two. Is what's the excuse after game two? This, this is a back-to-back -back defending champion team. This is a team that most of the most like Headman, Stamkos, have been around. They've lost three game sevens in 2011, 16, and 18. They got swept in 19. This, this team has fought. they fought stuff in the past. Tampa is not new to fighting back. Then they won two in a row, two-time defending champions. So this team, the, the rusty and tired, I don't 
can't accept that because this team has been through the mill already. They've been through it. So what's the excuse now? Oh, look at the push they had at the end of the game. It doesn't The push at the end doesn't mean anything. It means they finally woke up one, you know, the last two minutes of a period. That's what you want to sell on me, that they're going to beat the rain. They rushed at the end of that period. Who cares? They lost. But it takes four to win. We got to win four. So you got two more to go. Two plus the other four. So we got six to go. Six to go. Six to go, man. That's it. Six to go to win the whole thing. I love it, Dad. I love it. And a few other famous fans have, have left comments, and I think it's really cool because as a Jets fan, I was going for Buffalo in the uh, in the playoffs, man. Really, because your team has been beaten and beaten to death over the last couple decades, like like the Jets have, and to see them up and rise above, stomp out the Patriots. I mean, how can you not love the Buffalo Bills for that? Even for that alone, it was just incredible. Well, even the seventies, Miami's. Beat the hell out of us in the 70s. Oh, yeah. And then there was the Jets in the 80s. Yep. And then, yeah. you know, we get in the 90s. Hey, we took over the 90s. And then get in the 2000s, it's, uh, you know, everybody just beat it us up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's right. The Jets of the 80s. You know, it's the Bills of the early 90s definitely should have won a Super Bowl. The Jets in the 80s. When they had Joe Klecko and Gastineau in the sack exchange and Wesley Walker, Altoon, Free McNeil. They're, both of our teams should have at least won one, you know, with the teams we had back then. Yep. At least. Uh, we should have won the first Super Bowl that we were at. Oh, you know, it's funny. Scott Norwood gets blamed for that. But I'm like, you know, there was a couple of times the Giants and like, I think they did a screen pass to Bobby Johnson. It was like, I think they needed to get like 14 yards or something like that. And the dude, like, he like at least six missed tackles on that, on that drive. And the Giants ended up getting a touchdown on that drive when they should have been punting. So it's funny how the field goal kicker can be the guy. But there's so many other factors that happened before that. Well, he, he, he didn't. He didn't get blamed. I mean, hell, when they came home after that game, you know, they were chanting his name and saying, we love you and this and that, you know. Oh, the Buffalo fans did. Wow. Okay. Because I know. All yeah. The- you, you, can, you can find it on YouTube. You could see it, like how much he was crying and everything. He had a speech and how much love we gave, you know. It was like, you know, when we had that mass shooting, we didn't fold. We stand together strong, you know. So Yeah, it's because uh, I thought he got the same, you know, Perception that uh, that uh, Bill Buckner got in Boston. They, they they like they practically banned that guy from the from the stadium, which was oh man. No, no, we're Buffalo strong, man. We we show love, you know. So yeah, you know what's funny, man, is um, talk about that kick over the course of time. They you would think the way people talk that that was like some nineteen yard chip shot. That was like forty eight yards. That was like not an. 47. Yeah, yeah, 47. Right. So the way people talk about it, you think you would think it was like a little chip shot. It was not. And it was into the wind, I believe. I mean, it wasn't. Nope. You know, uh, I've done it. <laughs> yeah. I made them and miss them. So it's funny. It's just time over time and the way people talk, it's like the old telephone game. You know, you whisper in an ear and then it gets to the end of the row and then it's a whole different statement that was. 
just like Bill Buckner gets blamed, you would think that that was the final play of the World Series. You know, how about uh, who's a Bob Shirley? Those guys get no blame. Was it Bob Shirley who walked in the uh, walked in the game tying run? He gets nothing. Nope. Gets nothing. nothing for that. Like the the pitching staff blew that entire game. The bullpen blew that entire game, and Buckner gets it. And you still have. So it's uh, and and they ban him. They ban him from the stadium practically. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know that. It's incredible. So many other guys that were to blame for that for that loss that they. So many others, man. It just. Uh, yeah, they even use him in movies too, like um, uh, what's that movie? Uh, Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore, uh, Fever Pitch. That's uh, right. Oh my gosh! <laughs> he's watching Buckner. How did he get a hold of this video? You know, they're like, all his friends are like, get rid of him, because you know he was down and depressed and watching the Buckner play. <laughs> it was funny as shit. Yeah. yeah. That movie a long time. Do you know? You know what? Interesting thing about that movie. That movie was being made during 2004 when the Yankees blew the three-game lead in the ALCS. That movie actually was supposed to be about a Yankee fan, and because of that lead blown, it turned into a a Boston story. Yep, that's true. I didn't know that. I saw. I like. I love the movie. It's good. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon mentioned something like that somewhere along the way on 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 his uh, night show. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. That uh, it's amazing, man. The um, but yeah, I didn't know that about Scott Norwood that you guys did that. But Buffalo uh, now, but you guys need to win now, man. You guys got the team now. Forget about Kansas City. You yeah. guys are the team to beat. Uh, I, I really can't think of any team in the AFC or much in the NFC that can be that should be able to beat the Bills. I mean, you got Von Miller now and. Well, we had the number one defense last year. Now we just went from number one to number one. <laughs> like, what's higher than a king? A god. So we just went from king to god <laughs> level on defense. Yeah, yeah. Man. and then you got a uh, – I mean, just another weapon for for uh, for Allen is uh, Jamison Crowder from the Jets. What a – I mean, you got a great slot receiver. That was a huge step up from uh, Beasley. Well, we just signed uh, Trayvon Austin. Oh, did you? I didn't know that. Yeah, we just signed him this week, a couple of days ago. Wow. Yeah. Not, I mean, man, you guys got such a staff, and I'll tell you. He's got speed, too, so. Yeah, it's funny, man. The, I, I I just can't see why the Bills would lose. I can't even believe that they lost it, uh, this past year. I really had him winning the whole thing. I mean, Kansas City, to me, is not – and Tyreek Hill now to the Dolphins. I just don't see how they're going to be uh, how they're going to be pulling anything off. Well, it's with the experts and everything that I've been seeing. It's fifty fifty on Bills and Kansas City on who's number one, who's number two, and stuff like that. And you know, my guy's like, "Oh, I'm going to throw in you know the Raiders in there because you know they're a team." And one team, one guy throws in. Uh, Miami, because what they got and stuff with Tyree Kill, and you know, now it comes down to Tua. So, yeah, it's uh, 
what was it 13 seconds right 13 yep. seconds, yeah I, you know, but that's the whole thing. Do you really want the um, both scoring? You want to keep it traditional? I, and I know you might be biased because of what happened to the Bills, but I mean, what if the Bills had scored first? Would you really want Kansas City to get the ball again? Hey, Kansas City, it happened in Kansas City when New England, Tom Brady did it, and Patrick Mahomes never got the ball. And they pitched and complained. They said, oh, we should change it. And they didn't. And it happens to the Bills. And we got to change this. So I don't know. Right. I don't know. The strategies, though, is going to be ridiculous. You win the coin toss. You want the ball first or second? You know what I mean? Because I, I'm, I'm more of an old school traditional person, man. I, I really – I like the sudden death thing. It's kind of like baseball. I, I hate the extra inning and that runner on second base. I, I hate that. I, 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 I hate that, man. That, that – that to me ruins the game. You got it. Why does that guy have to automatically be on second to speed the games up to get more fans? The average fan says baseball is boring or, or it takes too long. It's like the, the whole game is the pitcher, catcher, and batter. The strategy from that scenario is what the game is. People that don't watch baseball a lot think that it happens until he hits the ball. It's not that, you know. I just I don't like that automatic runner on second base. And, and a sudden death. I don't know. I kind of like this. That comes down to the coin toss. Yeah, because if like Kansas City scores a touchdown, well, the Bills now have to score a touchdown. And plus, if you score a touchdown, are you going for one or two? You know what I mean? Because yeah, if you go for two and you miss it, you know the other team they score. All they do is kick an extra point and game over. You know? Yeah. It, I so know. It, it's, <laughs> I guess if I was a Bills fan, I would be like, we should get a chance to. Um, I, I, Both offense should get a chance. You know? Oh, man. I, I just. That was an offensive game, man. Oh. And Josh Allen outplayed. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he did. I mean, hands down. Yep. You know, they were like, well, let's watch the Super Bowl. Well, this was the Super Bowl. You know, those two teams were in the Super Bowl, you know, because that was the best game ever in playoff history. That was the greatest game. And then for you, then for you guys to turn around and watch 21 nothing lead to the Bengals the next week, you know. Yeah, uh, well, that was Patrick Mahomes. He got – in his head. So. Oh, yeah. Then go at the goal line right before halftime. That was like, that was ridiculous, man. <laughs> I'm like, I thought I thought only the Jets could pull off uh, things like that, man. <laughs> Blowing games like that, man. I uh, I feel a little bit more confident about the Jets this year. I, I tell my family in Boston, man, that like, as the Patriots are going to be battling the Jets for third place. That would be a win for me. And I think for the entire league, if the if the Patriots finished in last behind the Jets, for us, man, I would think uh, the Jets. Oh coming, yeah, you know, yeah, the Jets are going to not be in the basement; they'll be in third place. Oh, too. I really do. It does. It all. It all lands on Zach now because Joe Douglas, the GM, has given him a lot. Wide receivers now. You got running backs now. You have a team. You have a team around you now. Now it's up to you, man. It is up to you. The uh, the 
I had some people on the channel say, Hey man, you never did a review of the draft. I, I didn't do a review of the players we got because I per decade Jets fan. I have seen this movie before. I need it to translate on the field. I'm not being negative about the players. It's just, you know, 2020, we were supposedly had a decent draft with nine picks. Do you know that coming into this season, just two years later, one out of the nine is starting on the line. Denzel Mims, we've already replaced him. He had size, speed. He's going to do all these great things. And now we've already gotten Elijah and now Garrett Wilson this year to replace Mims. Like, that's just two years ago. It sounds – if you're a longtime Jets fan and you're not negative, you, man, it just <laughs> – I, I got to see it translate. I have to see it translate on the field. I love we got Sauce Gardner. I don't like when people tell me just drafted another Darrell Rivas. No, we haven't. We haven't seen him play yet. I don't like – there's a new thing going on, if you've noticed, Daniel. There's a new thing going on automatically a college guy comes into the league, any league, and they're already better than the than the legends that are there now. Remember when Zion going to be better than LeBron? How's that been working out? I mean, come nope. on. Right. So, so is Gardner. Great. He hasn't given up a touchdown in in, a, in his whole career in college. But he, how are you calling him the, the next Darrell Revis? He hasn't done anything yet. Everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. <laughs> that's right and I, the nfl will punch you in the mouth because it's tough there's a guy uh i think he was on the raiders he quit after one day of training otas or something this year yeah really a yeah yeah i don't know what round he was drafted but i didn't hear that he goes this is tough i'm out see ya you know what i mean and that's an they don't even in OTAs. No. Wow. I well, they not. probably have a sheet that says, this is the plan. This is how we're going to work it. There's our blah, blah, blah. You know, and he's like, fuck this. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I did. I'm going to have to look that. I've been so into the Rangers. I have looked at some old news here and there, and, you know, I just haven't. I've been so hyped up on the Rangers. It's, it's been hard because, you know, they're the first New York team to do freaking anything. And uh, I have followed a little bit of, uh, you know, the Jets. I'll peek in here or there. And, you know, I've had some people, hey, man, Zach Wilson's having a bad old Yes, man, like, wait till game one. I don't care what he I, – I refuse to buy a Zach Wilson jersey until he does something because I, I, I've been down that path before too, you know, from uh, – the only – you know, the last real draft pick that was really good for the Jets at quarterback, draft pick, not not veteran, you know, uh, was – right. Chad Pennington. So, Chad Pennington. No, I look. I had his jersey. Chad Pennington. That was a worthwhile jersey to have. The guy was a leader. So anybody under the bus, he owned up the things he did wrong, and he was great at what he did. And then what happens when he starts to come into his own? He blows his shoulder out. This is what happens to the Jets. This is this is what happens, man. Like uh, like when Testaverde. Remember we uh we had Curtis Martin and uh, Keisha. We had all these. We had uh, Wayne Corbett, and we went into the uh, – Brian Cox, you know, Bill Parcells got all the old school guys, you know, Dave Meggett, you know, that um, still had it in the Parcells guys, right? And we lose to Elway and the Broncos in uh, the AFC Championship game in 98. But then Elway retires, and the team to beat was the New York 
And watch out, the Jets are heavy favorites to win the Super Bowl. And what happens in the first half of the first game of the season? He blows his – Vinny blows his – in didn't, Patriots. Didn't, they, uh, uh, didn't, the huh? backup, didn't the backup get hurt and then the punter had to come in to play? Tua? No. Tupa? Almost. The backup – here's a name from the past. The backup was Rick Meyer. Remember Rick Meyer? Yeah. He was the backup. He plays. So he put Tom Tupa in, the punter, who was a quarterback for the – Arizona Phoenix Cardinals, whatever they were referred to, because you remember they flipped back and forth with that name. Uh, yeah. They might have even been the St. Louis Cardinals then, but no, I think that was Neil Lomax. Anyway, whatever. Tom Tupa was the car. Then he did. He came back as a punter. Well, and you know, he came in and he threw, he was doing well. He threw a touchdown pass to Keyshawn. They were still moving. Two touchdowns. Two touchdown yeah. passes. Yep, he sure did. And then for some reason, Parcells took him out and put in Rick Meyer. Rick Meyer. <laughs> Just imagine uh, if you had the quarterback for fantasy football. <laughs> and you're like, oh, crap. Can you imagine that? Oh, my gosh. That was you. Just came in and, like, I think we salvaged the year and finished 8-8. Eight and eight. But the, the point is, every time the Jets look like they're about to do something, something happens. And it never happens. Our horrible players seem to never get hurt. Why is that? The, the horrible players never get hurt, but the, your stars always get hurt. It's weird. Yep. Yep. Except for Curtis Martin. That was Curtis Martin was a machine, man. That guy was, that, he was one of the greatest San, Jets. Sanchez and his famous uh, butt fumble. <laughs> He'll always be remembered for that. And a lot of people, yeah. you know, they'll like, never forget it. 50 <laughs> years from now, they'll, they'll, hey, you guys, remember the butt fumble? Sanchez? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> He was 34 and 30 as a Jets quarterback, but believe it or not. A lot of people can't believe he had a winning record as a Jets quarterback. But, he, um, but you know what? That had a lot to do with he was just a game manager. He landed on a team that had great defense, you know, Revis and Cromartie. Revis, in fact, that secondary in 2009, from week one to the championship game, only gave up eight, eight pass touchdowns. That's it. Yep. You know, team they champions don't have that. And we couldn't we we still found a way to lose. Shut down corners. And I think that's what the Jets are trying to do now. They got uh DJ Reed from the Seattle Seahawks. He's a very good cornerback. If Garden corner, I mean we picked up Jordan Whitehead at safety from uh from Tampa. He's a hard hitting safety. And we got Lamarcus Joyner right now. We got hurt last year. If you can have two shutdown corners, then you can start bringing the uh, the safeties up, and not have to keep two deep back there, you know. Because the um, Bryce Hall, there's another draft we've already replaced in two years, man. That that's that's why I don't get so pumped up on the draft. It looks really good. I like our coach direction. We look like we're going, man. I just after forty plus years, Daniel, I got to see it translate on the field, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, well, that's what the Bills did. They drafted, you know, Kair Elam to get another corner to go with White. So if they could both be shut down corners, it would be great. Once White is 100% healthy, ready to go. So, Well, Buffalo's a perfect example of, of, of how to do it because it wasn't that great. It was kind of similar to Zach's, right? The second year he was getting better. The third year he was hit the ground running, but they built a team around him. Buffalo yep. built a team 
and got good veterans, not crusty old veterans looking for a paycheck. They got uh, Stefan D- monster pickup, you know. I mean, if you're going to get a franchise quarterback, you build a team around. That's what you got to do. Because quarterbacks come to teams that aren't that good. Well, that's what the other teams in the NFL are doing. They're following the Bills' blueprint, you know. So the Jets sure. are doing the same thing. They're like, hey, we see the Bills doing this, so let's do that too. That's exact. You know, we got all these draft picks next year. Let's do this, this, this. We'll get these guys. You know, they'll fit in our system and, you know, go from there. So, yeah, I mean, look at the Bengals, man. I mean, people laugh and say, oh, the Jets will always be in debate. I mean, just two, three years ago, people would have laughed. And you said, oh, yeah, the Bengals are going to be. No, I mean, it was just back a couple of years ago. They were like 0 and 11, you know, before they won their first game, which was against the Jets. And uh, and look at them now. You know, you go, they're in the Super Bowl. They follow the same path that the uh, Bills had, except the Bengals line was like really. Bengals line was terrible. They gave up a lot of sacks in the playoffs, man. A lot. They gave nine in the Super Bowl. Nine in the Super Bowl. They gave up seven against the Chiefs. Yep. Insane. And they still made it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, so I, you know, I just want to see it out of Zach. That's all I, I, I got to see it because it's hard, you know. Um, when I sit back and he's a more talented guy. I mean, what do they got? These guys up there think Mac Jones is the next Tom Brady. I'm like, where do you – I don't see any of that. He's a game manager at best. He's a yep. game manager. I don't like the Patriots. It's true. Tom Brady never had a first place uh, when they held first place in the division after – game versus your guys that three pass game that was the last game they were they took over first place they went one and five after that down the road including one off in week one excuse me playoff uh round one against you guys the only team they beat the rest of the way after that win that three pass game was against the jaguars that's it tom brady never did that he never had first place and then went one and five down the stretch and lost in the first round so the uh oh. you know so I, I i don't see how i don't see the comparison there and I, I and losing josh mcdaniels that's really gonna really gonna hurt mac Jones. it's already it's already hurting new england right now because um belichick is doing everything he's calling the offensive plays he's doing his drafts and everything and his, you know everybody's picking on him and everything you know, yeah, he's a great coach, he's a genius, but his GM skills suck and his offense, well, let's see how he runs his offense now, you know. He's a defensive guy, you know, because he's one of the guys that beat the Bills in the Super Bowl then when he was one of the defensive coach in uh, the Giants. So it's going to come down to how well Belichick is, and that's why I think they're going to be in the basement and Jets will be above them. Right. Tom Brady made up for a lot of draft picks. He made up – Tom Brady made up for a lot of it. So, uh, <clears throat> I don't see Mac Jones doing that. And when they're trying to sell – the Boston uh, – Boston, you know, the New England fans that I do know that try to sell uh, – well, they got Joe Judge doing it now and uh, and uh, Matt Patricia. And I'm like, yeah, great. Guys, offense. How was Daniel Jones under Joe Judge? How, how, how did he do on the Giants? Like, well, the Giants, you know, they don't fire their players, they fire coaches. I'm like, 
Belichick's. None of his assistants became successful. I think Bill O'Brien was the most successful one. And uh, I think that's it. Who else was successful? Nobody. They all run back. They all run back home. Although uh, I can't think of any. I think was the most successful. Brian Flores probably would have been. I mean, he went from one and seven last year, and then they finished eight and one after that. That was pretty impressive. But this year, and they just a lot of New England fans think that they their team is still an elite team. So they're not. They're not. You know. Nope. People are oh, the Jets could have drafted him. I'm like, the Jaguars could have drafted him. What would Mac Jones have looked like on the Jets last year or the Jets? What if Trevor Lawrence had gone to the Patriots? How would they have looked? It would have been a whole different story. He just landed on the best coaching staff, and these guys didn't. Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence landed on crappy teams with crappy uh, lines and receivers. I mean, it's hard. It's, it's a tall order to ask a young with no help. And just go out there and do it, you know. Yeah, it's true. It's my it opinion, is. man. But um, I am. So I am planning on going to the Bills Jets game in November. That's right. Yes, that's coming up. So get there too, man. We should we should go. Yeah. So I I was looking to see if I should drive or plane, train, automobile, whatever. Um. So. Quite a drive. Well, I think it's about six hours, seven, six hours and forty-six minutes. To be <laughs> almost seven hours. Yeah, that's right. Six, seven hours. I, I go to Columbus. I have family in Columbus, so I go there. So it's not. That's nothing, you know. If I drive, you know. So I'm looking at a hotel. How much hotels is? Looking tickets. See how much tickets are. Actually, they're more expensive to go to the Jets game than is the Bills and Jets play in December. It's cheaper. <laughs> By oh, like yeah. the, uh, 50 bucks. MetLife is a uh, stadium, Madison Square Garden. Forget it. Madison Square Garden, man, it is ridiculous. Yankees, Mets, they're all ridiculous, man. They're ridiculously priced. It's yeah. just the way it is. And um, yeah, you go there and you see the product you get. And that's why the jet. That's why when we pay the money to go see the Jets and they, the people are like, how can they sell? They still sell out. I'm like, because we go there to boo them, let them know how much they wasted our money. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're, we're diehards right to the end. Joe Clark goes up, and you you bring your lunch pail every day, and you work hard. The Jet fans will never boo you, regardless of the record. But they we all they he said they also know when you're slacking. When you're slacking, they're gonna let you know it. They are going to let you know it, and we do. We've been fans a long time. You know, we're not the Giants that the Giants may be terrible right now, but, you know, things every every so often. Jet, I mean, come on, man. The Jets have one ring. I wasn't even alive for that. I was born in this. I became a Jet fan when they shipped. They got rid of John Riggins. I should have I bailed right there. I should have seen the writing on the wall right there when they got rid of Riggins. Imagine that. Oh, my gosh. I rid of John Riggins when he was young. <laughs> Insane. Yeah, go have a Hall of Fame career with the Redskins. Blake. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. You know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Redskins are in trouble, too, with the FBI. Oh, Daniel Snyder, what a – that guy was came in like a firestorm right off the bat, man. And he – remember, he signed all the – talk about building a team with crusty old veterans. I think he had guys like Dave Dewerson and 
Deion Sanders. Remember that? He had all these, and they didn't even make the playoffs. These guys were old timers by the time he got them on that team. And jackass, I think, the entire time he's been there. Yeah. Um, I get they're going to try to force him to sell. I think they can. Doesn't it? Is it a unanimous unanimous owners vote, or is it a percentage of owners that that can vote him out? I don't know. I, I never really looked. I don't know because they ripped off all thirty one teams, and you know, because they, they get a percentage of money when they play there at the stadium in Washington, and he didn't give them anything. No teams, no money, no nothing. Kept it all for himself. Huh. You know, that's why he's in trouble with the FBI, plus, you know, um, well, the harassment. sexual harassment, sexual yep. harassment, it works, yep. everything. Um, I mean, his wife is running it right now, you know, supposedly, you know. But, uh, yeah, like, he's in hot water. and I think they're going to force him to sell like they did uh, with the Clippers, Right? Was it oh, Daniel Sterling. Yeah, they, I think that was a that was an easy vote out for that jerk. Yeah, yeah, he was gone immediately. Like they, I think he was voted out in one one session. Like all the owners voted him out. They everybody hates the name that he picked. Oh yeah, man. He's oh the Commanders. I mean, they were the football team for two years. The football team actually now looks better. The command, <laughs> but. <laughs> You know, there's teams out there I think are horrible, like the, you know, your grown men professionals playing on a team for the Ducks. I mean, it just sounds, you know, there's some pretty bad names. Even the Cleveland Guardians. The Guardians sound a little weird too, man. It's yeah, a, name just threw it out there, whatever name came up. Um, I don't know. It's You know, it's weird, you know. It's like uh, the New York Rangers. It, the Rangers are have nothing – just a dude from Texas that came. His name was Tex, and they just he bought the Rangers in back in the twenties, twenty six, and they called it Texas Rangers. State it was the guy's name was Tex. That's well, what I'm about. Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they used to be in Texas. They were the Texans, right? In Dallas. There were the uh, Dallas Texans, and then they moved to Kansas City, and then you know, so. New Orleans Jazz that are now the Utah Jazz. Jazz has nothing to do with Utah. <laughs> nothing yeah. at all. It is weird that you would think they would change the name. And um, I, 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 I don't know, man. I am pumped up about my Rangers right well, now. I live in I live in Tonawanda, New York, and we had a football team here in Tonawanda in the NFL for one one day. Really, one day, one game. That was it. <laughs> yeah. What forgot, it was a Tonawanda something, you know. Um, this was, you know, when NFL first started out and everything. And, you know, was it like an of, NFL team or is it uh, like, you know. Uh, NFL team. It, back then it cost $500, which was a lot of money back then. Um, you know, but it, you wanted the team, it cost you $500. You know, and it lasted one, one day, one game you know so you look it up in the history books oh it won <laughs> that's it throughout the whole season and stuff there's a lot of teams like that chicago went through a couple teams before they end up with the chicago bears 
because um, they had the baseball team, the Cubs, they were like, oh, let's match it up with the Bears because of the Cubs and stuff like that. They matched it up with the baseball team and the football team together. So, you know. Oh, that, man. They, uh, was that during the AFL, NFL, before the merger? Oh, way before the merger. It's, you know, that was I, probably before the AFL even started. Wow. It's a long time ago, man. Yeah, I I didn't know that. Yeah, I saw a documentary on uh, YouTube, and they show all these teams that were here. Here, 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 here. Chicago had like four or five teams before they landed with Chicago Bears. So, wow, that's that is crazy. Like, uh, yeah, they always try and something with football, man. Have you even looked at this USFL and tried it? I've seen it. uh, last night I watched a game. I think um, I don't know who was it. I think it was Pittsburgh and somebody. And then one team was like, uh, you could hear the coach calling the plays and stuff. I'm like, how is nobody watching this live? I'm like watching it live. I'm like, hey, it's like nobody in the stands. <laughs> I, I <laughs> how is it going to last? There's nobody in the stand. I watched part of the game, but to me, football. I mean, it would be nice in the spring, I guess, but I'm. You know, I'm in the well, baseball, and then the NBA and the NHL playoffs start, and then I don't. I mean, I, I, I here and there, but yeah, it's supposedly going to be like the hockey and baseball, the AAA and minor teams. You know, and then once their season's done, they could probably move on to an NFL team. Certain players, you know, that need more developing after college. So I don't know. The, the purpose of it, but I, I mean, it's not like nothing's going on in the spring. Like the uh, basketball and hockey playoffs rule. Like I, I'm a baseball fan, but baseball on when those playoffs are on, it takes a back seat because it's still you know not even the middle of the season yet for baseball and all these great playoff games that have been that I'm not going to watch USFL over any of that. And then if there isn't you know when the playoffs die down, I'll be watching baseball more than I would be watching USFL. But I have. And I just don't see how the league's going to last. This, this, so many times has been failed and failed and failed because the leagues can't afford it. When they had the American uh, Football Association or something, I, it was like the AAF. Oh, I thought it was the XFL or something. Oh, and the XFL too. You know, a couple of years ago it was the American. It's like AAF or something, uh, and, and the uh, XFL is coming. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it folded. If you remember, it's the American Football uh, League. Maybe it folded. Like it didn't last the whole season because they couldn't pay any players. It was yeah. like Johnny Man played in that. I think he's played in every league. Yep. Since so uh, the NFL. Yeah. Oh, please. That guy, he's, he's one of the biggest. Um, yeah, in history. Yeah, believe it or not, I have a, I have a Cleveland Browns. It's still in the box. A Cleveland uh, Manziel bobblehead, <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, it's funny because it came with a, it came with um, a Pedro Martinez Montreal Expos one. And I said, "Man, I'm taking that." And the guy's like, "Well, here, if you take that, I'll give you this other one for like five bucks." I was like, "Oh." this johnny football i said i'll take it <laughs> so i took it it's still in the box <laughs> yeah why not 
Good, it could be worth about ten bucks. Yeah, right. Right. It might double my money in about thirty years. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Get ready for this game, man. That's what I am. Uh, what time is that game on? Three o'clock. ESPN. ESPN. People on the channel, ESPN. You know, TNT, whatever. You know how to find it by now. <laughs> Not the TV guide, but you know, three o'clock today, man. Three more hours, and we're we're there. We're on it. Do you go to every uh? Do you go to every Bills home game? No. No, I do not. Fewer season tickets. I know that. No, I want to be, but um, you know we're uh, working on getting the house, bigger house next year. So this this isn't cheap stuff, man. These tickets are just going to one games. You know, freaking enough. You know, uh, I'm gonna. Be this year, but I can't go. I, I can't afford to go to all of them either, man. It's just too much money, you know. It's uh, I go into the Jet Dolphin one. Good friends I've known for forever. He lives in Miami, but he's he's a huge Dolphins fan. He's gonna come up here all decked out in his Miami stuff, and I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> it, it's always it's always a good time, you know. It's a, it, to me going to another stadium and wearing the other teams, you know. You, yeah, you, that's you, what I want. That's what I want to do this year. I was debating between the Jets or the Bengals because my cousin's a Bengals fan, a huge Bengals fan. And I was like, oh, okay. And then the schedule came out. I'm like, okay, we're playing the Jets in November and we're playing uh, the Bengals on Monday night, which would be like, oh, yeah, Monday night. I can do that. But it's my son's birthday. So that is out. So my son rules over anything. Absolutely, man. It's number one, that's that's what comes first. Like that's what I told you. I'm going to be gone for the next. I probably won't be on there for another ten days after today. After today's game, that's it for, for about ten days. And it, you know, we're celebrating all these years being together, and that rules over everything else, man. We got adults now. We got seven years in, man. Fifteen years of it is uh, married. So. It's vacation time, and we're just the channel's going to take a back seat, man. But I tell you, now that are really good, man, really good guys. They, they, no matter what, they're always on there. And it's just like you said, man, like you do the podcast, it makes it fun. It's fun when you can have people on there and you just speaking to fans. That's what it's all about. I can't be right. on there and I watch other channels, and a lot of these guys know what they're talking about, but sometimes taking the time to me. Of leaving it. And, and now I know if you have 500,000 or a million followers, you can't respond to everybody, man. But there's people out there, they don't respond to anybody that are subscribing to your channel. And you got people that are uh, taking the time to leave, especially a detailed comment or any comment. I try, I really do. I, I try to, man, but I don't have a million followers. But even if I did, I would respond to at least people that have been there from the beginning, you know. Um, I have a few people that have been here from the beginning that started with the uh, when I was just doing it with the with the Jets, and then I got a lot of Bills Mafia. <laughs> that all started from the beatdown of the Patriots, man. I got so many of the Bills Mafia fans, so I try to do a Bills thing here this year. I'll be doing some Bills stuff too, just for the simple fact that a lot of the Bills Mafia follows me, man, and I, I think it's really cool. I think it's really really cool, man, that they do, and um, yeah. When I come down, I'm going to video record everything, the whole trip down to the Bills 
Jets game and you know, I'm gonna put it on my YouTube channel and stuff like that. So yeah, we gotta really talk about that, man. You gotta give me a shout. We gotta really talk about that. I'd like to go to that game too, man. We figure out uh figure out the tickets for that. Yeah, I'm looking at Subhub, Ticketmaster, the Jets website. Um, Stub is usually the best one I I, I find I, I what's pretty easily for them. They just download their app and you know uh, you'll have your tickets yep. on your phone. Yep, pretty standard nowadays. All the games I went are going up. I have all those tickets, the old style tickets, man. I have a ton of them of all the games he ever took me to, man. And we went to a lot. You know, he always when he could afford to take us, man, we would go. And I always held on to those tickets, man. And, and I still have, I mean, stuff from the early eighties and, you know, nineties and a lot of memories there, but now you don't get those tickets anymore. Everything comes, you know, on an app. Electronic, or yeah. Electronically. They're like, here's your ticket. Yeah. It doesn't have sentimental value, man. And, you know, I know people that grew up in the, te- the technical era be like, well, who cares about that? It's just a game. No, you know, my father's not here anymore. And those tickets mean a lot to me, you know? Yep. Yep. They do, yeah, man. Yep. He took us. He was a Giants fan. I grew up in a Giants household. He 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 didn't care about the Jets, but you know what? He don't. We went to more Giants games. Sure, every year we, we at least went to one Jets game, and he couldn't care less about the Jets. You know, he's like, we're gonna go there. They're gonna get a lead, then they're gonna blow it. And that's the Jets. He goes, I can tell you what's gonna happen when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we saw him. We're leaving now. Five minutes in. <laughs> Always said it, man. We went to so many. Always right, like Jets would have you know whatever seventeen nothing lead, and then the other team would kick a field goal right before the half. That's when them change seventeen three in the second half. They're gonna blow it. They're gonna come out. They're gonna have first and ten, second and twenty, third and thirty punt. And I'm like, right? <laughs> they just keep moving backwards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those are all great memories, man. But he always made sure to to uh, he always took me to the team that I liked, even if he didn't, you know. Right. The only teams that we the Knicks and the uh, the Mets, but like he was an Islander fan, I was a Ranger fan, and uh, he was a Giant fan, I was a Jet fan. That's the way that was. And growing up, the Islanders were the team. I mean, they were the team until the Oilers started beating them. But you know, that was them. But it's all you know; those are all memories, man. And so yeah. I go to a lot of games, but they're expensive. Yeah. Hell, man. I've been- so- yeah, I've been a Bills fan since 1986. I didn't know what football or baseball or anything was. I mean, I played it when I was a little, little. I was like five, but didn't really know what it was until I moved to Buffalo. And I've been a Bills and baseball fan and basketball and all that stuff. So, yeah, in Buffalo, when you grow up in a city like that, you get, you have the Bills. I mean, that is who you have, and I think. That carries over to people in Canada with Toronto and Toronto, right? Toronto, most Toronto fans, right? And Syracuse, Syracuse also, right? You don't. People say, "How come on Long?" You know, like I grew up on Long Island. People say, "What happened to the Bills?" Like, how come no one's a Bills fan out there? I mean, growing up, we didn't have the internet, and you know, we barely had ESPN. We had nothing. You know, it was like you watched the Jets of the the Giants came on at one, the Jets came on at four, vice versa. And if one of those two teams were off that week, you'd watch the Steelers or the Eagles because that was the next closest city, like closer than Buffalo was. So Buffalo was like, might as well have been in Michigan. You know, we saw as many Buffalo games as I saw Detroit Lion games. You know, you just didn't see them unless they were playing the Jets. Yep. So that's why I think there was just, just the exposure back then. You didn't have it. 
You know, like my father grew up a Brooklyn Dodger fan. He hated the Yankees. The Dodgers moved to California. There was nothing for him to watch. So the Mets came around. He said, well, you know, they just automatically became Mets fans. And the exposure that we have nowadays. So how can you follow a team that's on the other side of the country when, you know, the paper doesn't even, the newspaper, funny, right? But that stuff. You, know, you can see yeah. in the stat sheet, but that's about it. So you become a fan of the team near you. And Buffalo's, you guys are rabid fans. When I did that uh, review of the uh, Bills Mafia table smashing and whatever you guys call it, man, that is hilarious. Like the whole, you guys are India teams, and I, and I love it. Like I said, I'd love to get I really would. And like I said, these are expensive. This isn't cheap stuff. Nope. But, it's fun. It's but if you definitely come down, you know, like I said, you can stay with me and we'll go tailgate with the – Bills Mafia and stuff like that. I'll, prote- I'll protect you because you're a Jets fan. You're wearing your Jets gear and everything. You know, I'm a big I, guy, so I can, you know, <laughs> I can handle it. So I, I tell you what, man, I've gotten, uh, I've gotten. That's so awesome, Dan. Cool, and I think, I think from the people that followed the Bills Mafia that follow me on my channel, they've all said the same thing. You'll be fine here because you're not like some bag Jets fan. You're like a real realistic one, and you know and and they're like, and you've gone for our team too, man. Like, you know, I am realistic on there. I don't lie about anything. I don't not buy, it, you know, the Buffalo Bills are the only other AFC East team that I respect because you, you guys as fans have been through what I've gone through as a Jet fan. Get stomped out by the Patriots in year out forever. The Dolphins beat the crap out of both of our teams forever. And it just, we've all had the basement mentality. That's what I go by, the basement. You're always fighting out of the basement and trying to prove yourself and knocking off these bullies, man. And we guys would have did it before we did it. So I really respect the fans that have seen forever. And, you know, right. the bandwagoners, I don't. Like, you can pick out your bandwagon of Buffalo Bills fans because they only – they couldn't even name 10 people on your team right now. They just – they just hop on wagons, and I don't respect that. But the, nope. the fans that have really been there, that have been Bills Mafia forever, I feel the pain feel you guys pain because I've been through it as a Jet fan. And people are like, well, at least you guys have one ring. I wasn't around for that ring. <laughs> I've been around for four AFC championship losses I've seen. That ring, yeah, it's great. I mean, Joe Namath is our, is our biggest player still. And how long ago was that? You know? Yeah, we have AFL rings. We got two of those, but I wasn't around for that. <laughs> right. Right. We're not around for that. I'm around. I saw four AFC championship games losses the greatest jets that i've seen is joe klecko mark gassino abdul salam marty Lyons, you know the sack exchange curtis martin curtis martin, greatest jets of all time i mean but there's not a lot of them wesley walker al some these aren't household names curtis martin is but i mean a lot of people don't even know who the sack is. it's like they're always in the top 10 front four of all time of any reviews but had they won a ring you know the names would be a lot more known uh Check out Smoking the Bandit Part 2. Joe Klecko was the truck driver in that. <laughs> you know, that's uh, – but the Jets, <laughs> we don't get – you know, Darrell Rebus, another one. He was a very cornerback. Yep. You know, one of the greatest shutdown corners of all time. But we don't get guys like this very often. Um, like right now, they're Darrell Rebus, Nick Mangold, and uh, the Brickashaw Ferguson. They're all going in. Those guys are like the last staples that – Especially Mangold and 
the brick of Shaw Ferguson as a lineman, do you know that he never missed any games in his 10-year career? He did all the voluntary practices too. Like as a veteran, he didn't even have to go to them. He went to every single one. He missed like one snap and it wasn't even because of an injury. There was a lineman. Like that never happens. No, that never happens, especially as a lineman. Right. That's why they're always bumping into somebody. You know, you got to block the guy. Plus, you know, defender can step on you and, um, or even your own player could step on you or back into you and stuff. Sure. The brick, he never missed a game. He never missed a game, a practice, a meeting, nothing, nothing heard of. So, and uh, Nick Mangold, the center. He, these guys are incredible players, man. They're incredible Jets. They're linemen. They're not household names. It is quite amazing, man. Uh, but, you know, that's what we have. But I'm excited now because I have a New York team. Man. It's, it's cool that you're going for them. And I'm sure a lot of what I've gotten on my thing, a lot of Sabres fans are going for them. Yep. Sabres could yeah. be like the Rangers next year. Sure they can. They have this kid Owen Power on defense, man. That they're that they're bringing up, man. It looks really good. The Sabers had a lot of. It, to me, they're just missing a player or two. They're not that far off. They're really not that far off. And you guys also brought in older veterans to make a push. And some, you know, sometimes these guys are just looking for checks, man. And they don't, they don't they don't want to play. They just want the check. I did tell in Buffalo. Yeah. Um, Evander Kane. Evander Kane is like playing out of his mind on Edmonton now, but I don't think he was that good for you. No. Yep. I mean, I went here and there. Here and there, he was all right, but you know, it wasn't. He it was, was never, nothing ever matched up, and I think the Rangers did as they, you know, unfortunately, it was toward the end of Lundqvist's career that they decided to do this rebuild, and uh, you know, and he didn't want to be a part of that. And I, you, you, you carried this team on your back for 15 freaking years, you know, and then he wanted to go to the Capitals, which was fine. But, you know, then he had open heart surgery or something. I played one, 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 uh, one game for them. But um, the Rangers built on youth. And a lot of the Hurricanes that they got players got older. But when you got guys like Philip Heedle and Lafreniere and Kako, these guys are 22, 21, 20. Keandre Miller is 22. That's Igor is 26. I mean, you got your whole core right there, man. And they got the right veterans and Panarin and Zabanajad, Chris Kreider, Fox and Truba. These are the right veterans to get. They're not old and crusty veterans. These guys want to win, man. And they're gelling right now. This is this is going to be an amazing game today, an amazing series. And I and I agree with you, Daniel. And I might be biased, but you're not even a Rangers fan, and you see it. No, yeah, I see it. I'm not definitely not a Rangers fan, but I, I like hockey and playing the sport. You know, I played roller hockey and I played ice hockey before and everything. And playing it, it's you know, you could see who's good and you could see how the momentum was switching and you could see the talent. You could see how they're developing and you know, some develop a little faster than others. It's like kids growing up. Some are more developed a little faster. Some take a little longer. So. The whole point is that you're right. The, the Sabres could do exactly like the Rangers did, like the Jets could do what the Bills did. You build on your youth. You build around the have, 
and keep it moving forward. And you might have to sacrifice a couple of years, but you know what? When it gels, this is what we have. And look at them now. They are they're fucking dogs. They are they are bringing it. And Tampa right now is frustrated. They don't know what to do. They they really don't know what to do. Not saying they can't come back. Have the, the people that can do it, they can do it in an instant. But do they have the? Can they sustain that? Yeah. Not only that, but like so, so the lightning please. Like in the playoffs is a different different game entirely throughout the regular season because it's playoffs. It's when you go home kind of thing, and you play your ass off every night, you know. So the Rangers are doing that. They're like, yeah, we're, you know, we might struggle a little bit. And then a lot of comebacks down 2-0 and come back to win the series. And now they're up. So they're going to make sure that doesn't happen to them with Tampa. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Rangers are just, they're hot and they're just going to keep going. Right. The Rangers are 2 and playoffs right now, but they've won their last two. Uh, they've outscored the, uh, Carolina and the Lightning in the last four games combined, they have out to eight, 20 to eight. All right. I mean, Adam Fox has 14, 14 out of 16 games he had a playoff, at least a point. Zabanajad's like on a seven game uh, goal streak. They're, they're on a real, they're on fire right now. You know, uh, the couple times they, they fell off. They don't. They just don't live in the losing or winning moment. Gallant has them like that. I really want as the head coach. And Chris Drury played for Tortorella, and he said it was hard. But Gallant just had that. I think he just had it better with the young kids than maybe. I don't know the reasoning there because I love John Tortorella, but I can see now why he hired Gallant, who also took the Vegas Knights in their very first year of existence to the finals. But he still took them there. Yep. So and Chris Drury is a good GM for uh, right. He's the GM right for the Rangers. It's his first season, yeah, and he made all these changes, man. He he got rid of yeah. guys. He uh, and he so brought he's a very smart guy. He really is, and he, you know I'm sure he's tempted to bring in a veteran goalie, but he didn't, you know. And and these guys and even their backup uh, Alexi Georgiev, man, could be a starter for half the league, and he's you know. Uh, it's amazing, man. I mean, right before the end of this regular season, he played the Hurricane, the backup, had 55 shot shutout against the the Hurricanes. 55 shots, didn't give up one. That's our backup. Yep. Just uh, right. The, the Sabers can do this, man. They can do it. I, I I like building on youth. Okay, you sacrifice a couple. Years. You know, the Rangers did that. And like you said, you know, coming to playoffs, all right, they're playing the Penguins. They're going to get good experience with it. I didn't think they were going to beat them either, especially down three to one. But, you know, here we well, are. Yeah, Kevin Adams, he, you know, he said he looked at um, Brandon Bean and how he built the Buffalo Bills, and he's doing the same thing. He's like, we're going to do this. We're going to get these guys. We're going to build in, you know. Yeah, and uh, Dable going to the Giants, the GM they have now. Bills, man, it's, they're bringing that same mentality over there. And I'm not, you know, I don't hate the Giants. I, I'll go for them and stuff, man. They just, I think the Giants are going to benefit a lot from the, that they help build the Bills with. And I think Daniel Jones is going to grow under Dable, man. That guy, look what he did with Allen. It just, this is a great thing there. 
they're bringing to the, the Giants lucked out because this other guy is clearing out house, man. Well, they also have Davis Webb over there too. For he was the quarterback for the Bills too. Davis Webb, he he was the backup on the Giants, and then he went to the Bills, right? And then you know, he's back on the Giants. Yeah, because uh, um, well, he was third string. He was on the practice squad. So yeah, and this guy, uh, um, you know, he was a practice squad. He was the backup. There was somebody else. The uh, I can't think of his name right. Gosh, it, 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 come on, help me out, man. It's Joe. He was with the Bills. He wasn't your GM, but he was a Joe Schoen. Joe. Oh, uh, shoot. Yeah, Joe. Joe Schoen. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he's the Giants' general manager now, man. He uh, yeah. He was the assistant, I think, to Bean. But yeah. he's the same mentality. The Giants. So the Bills system here is really. I think there's going to be another team that, you know, give them a couple of years, man. They're going to be back on track. Yeah. And I like the way they uh, – I know I've tailed off on the Giants here for a minute, but it's really just – it's really off what the Buffalo Bills have done with their players and what I think is going to give Daniel Jones an extension. He's on like a, you know, let's see what we got with you deal before we look at somebody else. So they didn't give him that extension yet. He's got to play this year with for uh, Dable on them, so. Yeah, That's a, didn't they didn't they draft a quarterback too? Ah, uh, the Giants this year. I I don't pay a whole lot of attention to them. Uh, good question, man. They. I don't remember if they did or not. I know Pittsburgh picked up uh, Trubisky, and then they also drafted a quarterback. So yeah, Kenny Pickett for the starting job. Yeah, Kenny yeah, Pickett. Yep, Pickett be the starter. Uh, the Giants drafted Malik Willis, it says. I just looked that up. Um, they consider him a top quarterback. Dable said they didn't think any top quarterbacks would be left on the board by that time. But uh, they picked him number 36. So, second round. Yeah, it was the second round. So, we'll see, man. But you know what? They, uh, they're giving Giants – they're giving him a shot. They're giving Daniel Jones a shot. But we'll see, man. But like I said, I'm not, I don't follow the Giants that much. But I will, you know, if they're on, I watch them. But, you know, the Giants and Jets, it's the same game. <laughs> a couple of years. They both have been horrendous. So, yeah. New season, Daniel, new season. And game's on two and a half hours ago. Two and a half hours, yep. Yep. But get in touch with me, man, and, and we'll talk about the uh, the Bills-Jets, man. So, you uh, see the and I'll look up the date and see, see if we can pull this off. November sixth. That would be that would be really cool, man, to be at that game. And uh talk about it, brother. All right. Sounds good. Daniel, man, thanks for having me on again, man. This is I could talk this all day, man. Yeah. Thank you for being on here. Yep. Always, man. Anytime, brother. Anytime. But like I said, I will talk to you when I get back and we'll uh you know try to find some seating and, and see how we can work this out, man. That would be awesome to be at the same game. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right awesome, man. Thanks. Appreciate it, bro. Go Rangers. Yeah, go Rangers, man. Rangers, Rangers, Rangers. <laughs> All, All right. Take care. Yes, sir.
Hey, welcome to the Time Sports Show, Bill's Mafia King. Uh, hey, um, hit like and subscribe to my channel. Uh, this weekend, I'm going to be at the Bill's practice on Friday, um, along with everybody else. So, once um, I'm going to probably do it live, but um, can't guarantee it. Um, you know, I'm going to be with my kids and stuff. They love my youngest loves going Bill's big, big Bill's van the same way. I'm cooking dinner, and all of a sudden he just comes and goes, "Hey, hey, hey!" So, you know, um, every time he does that, you know, we have our handshake. I'm gonna put that on YouTube uh, this week and everything. So, Sean watching gets six games. We've seen that coming, and you know, with the six games and everything, um, we knew that. He was going to end up six to eight games. So, Bills playing Cleveland week 11. We know that. But I don't think it's going to be that much of an impact. I mean, they got to ease the schedule the first eight games or something like that. Six out of the eight games are easy. So, there you go. Right off the bat, easy. If they go three and three, they're golden. Um, and then Deshaun Watson comes back. And we all know what's going to happen with that. So, um, I am also going to be on this week. Uh, before I forget, I just thought of it for a second there. Uh, also, um, many of you guys know um, I had a guest on my podcast, Miller Time Sports Show. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Uh, also, too is that I'm going to be on his YouTube channel, um, Johnny Basement, because they have a basement mentality, their team in the basement, always. Um, but it has, it's fans to fans, and that's what I'm trying to do here on this channel, is reach, I'm a fan just like you guys are. You know, we're all fans here, so... You know, we all try to, you know, we love our football team. We love our hockey team. We love baseball or basketball and stuff like that. I don't really have a basketball team, so I might have to choose. I think I'm, since I'm in New York, I want to go with the Knicks, um, you know, as a basketball team. Uh, hockey, obviously, Sabres, Bills, football. You know, uh, baseball, I am a Boston Red Sox fan. It's the only team I like out of Boston. That's it. Sorry. That's my, that's my team. There's plenty of people at my work are the same way. There's more of us than Yankees fan. So, we got, for football, we got Indianapolis fan, Dallas fan. Uh, we have Bills fan, Pittsburgh, two Dallas Cowboys, two Pittsburgh Steelers, Indy, you know, the guy, he thinks Indy's going to win it all, you know, and when we say, you know, your team ain't going to do nothing, they just get run over, like, all the time, that's what's going to happen, because you guys just get run over, like, three games, three games, Indy, Jacksonville, and uh, New England, 
are the only teams that ran us over with the run game. You know what I'm saying? So, go ahead. Say what you want about it. Run, run. Yeah, you had a, you had Carson Wentz and one done out. Then you traded to get Matt Ryan. You know, old, has been. You know, Indy's pretty good team, but can they make the playoffs? Who knows? Can, you know, Kansas City is in big trouble in their division. I don't think Kansas City's going to win that division. There's a guy at work, he even said, Kansas City, I bet you, does not make the playoffs. He goes, I, I have a feeling they're not going to make the playoffs. You, Chargers are loaded on defense, and they got a great quarterback, Herbert, and everything. So, all that stuff. So, you know, it's root, root for Kansas City not to be out. But Bill's goal is this year, this season, is to be number one, get to buy, let them come, everybody come to us. Let everybody come to Buffalo. Because Buffalo is going to win the Super Bowl this year. Know it. Um, in practice, Josh Allen getting the fight. First day of pads, come on. Come on, Josh Allen. Think. Think. Stop. Think. Observe. Plan. S-T-O-P. You know, so you got to know how to do that. Um, stuff like that. So, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to do that. So, let's uh, think here. You know, I know it's first day of pad. Everybody's inked up, ready to go. We got a week and a half before first preseason game, um, which is the 13th. Um, so, um, I'll probably we'll try to go to that one. I'll also go try to go to the uh, Denver game, uh, the last preseason game. Um, so, uh, but I will do that. I will record my experience there. Also, recording my experience going to MetLife Stadium to see the Bills Jets play. Uh, Johnny Basement down there, a friend of mine. Shout out to Johnny Basement and his YouTube channel. You ever check it out? Go check it out. Um, he does the Yankees. Uh, he has a co-host, uh, Lou Talks, I believe. Um, he is a Mets fan, so they're doing Yankee stuff. They did a live SmackDown of WWE, so if you want to check it out, check it out.